0: The EPL show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. The Super Bowl is coming up, unfortunately, and MyBookie is the place you want to bet to get in on all of the action. Use the primary code SGP to receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets. That's primary code SGP to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. The Sports Gambling Podcast is also brought to you by DraftKings.com. Use code SGP and enter the all-new single game showdown contest to compete for a $1 million top prize. That's code SGP to compete for the $1 million top prize exclusively at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com to find better odds than your local sports book. Plus, when you use the promo code SGP, you get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And finally, we're also brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code SGP. (laughs) SGP. Hey guys, this is a special bonus show here for the listeners of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. And we will be looking here at all of the European futures markets here, the European futures markets for soccer, as well as... The current EPL futures markets. Now, I do realize that usually the SGP doesn't get the European stuff. It only gets the, um, the EPL show every week. But we do do a European season preview. Therefore, it would make sense to do a European season mid-season report card here. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to look at where our futures sit and what to play moving forward. And we're we'll be going to be doing the same for the EPL. Of course, the European show, as I said, is available each week over at Lock Betting. So that's my website, lockbetting.com. And you can follow Lock Betting on Twitter at Lock Betting. Let's start with the EPL because that is, of course, the most common content that you guys get and it would be interesting of course to examine where we sit with our futures and where we go moving forward the league title which is the main one usually is over and lock betting clients were given out that one for two units towards the start of the season and it looks like it is going to cash any week now Um, the only question I think remains is as to whether Liverpool will go unbeaten for the rest of the season. And I think that they will. This bet is available for you guys still at nine to two. Now, I think there is incredible value there, especially when you're looking at hedging options and looking at the running that Liverpool have ahead. Because if you look at it sensibly, there are very, very limited number of hedges that you would need to make, even if you had just uh, one unit on this play you would probably only need to hedge twice throughout the rest of the season and uh, they would be relatively small half unit hedges and they would still be allow you to make a profit I personally am looking at a two unit play on this one for Liverpool to remain unbeaten for the rest of the season and putting two hedges in place between now and the end of the season because quite frankly Liverpool to lose to any of the other teams would be absolutely ridiculous and you would just take it on the chin for example this weekend they play at home to Southampton and Liverpool to avoid a defeat on the double chance market would be 1 to 66 and that is probably the case for most of the bets moving forward that's why this gives you unbelievable value if you look ahead to the next game Liverpool travel to Norwich I don't see a loss there I don't see a hedge there after that Liverpool are at home to West Ham game I've just come back from today, actually. Um, I certainly don't see a loss there or a necessary hedge. Moving forward, uh, they travel to Watford. I do not see any issues with that game. I do not see Watford beating Liverpool, even though it was at Watford. Moving on from there, Liverpool host Bournemouth. That isn't a hedge. That isn't going to be any kind of risk. Now, on Monday the 16th of March, Liverpool come at home to Everton. And Everton are coming off the back of their most embarrassing defeat of the season last time out in the Merseyside derby where they were knocked out of the FA Cup by Liverpool's youth team. This is a potential banana skin, but it's a banana skin that you'll probably be able to hedge at over 5-1 to one in this situation. Moving on from here, Liverpool then travel to Crystal. Uh, Liverpool then host Crystal Palace, and I don't believe Liverpool are going to have any problems in that game. In fact, I don't believe Liverpool have any problems at all in their home games. I do think that they'll continue this season unbeaten as they did last year. The biggest banana skin of the season comes away to Manchester City on Saturday, April the fourth, which you would be looking at hedging around about two to two and a half units on the play if you want to guarantee yourself a profit from this bet two units I think would pretty much hedge you out narrowly narrowly up because I think the odds of this would be around about 21 to 10 therefore you would be walking away with a small 10 pound profit maybe 11 to 10 it's depending really uh, where Manchester City are in a season and whether they still care about this game I mean as a Manchester United fan I don't want liverpool to go ahead and reach this history but as a gambler and looking at the hedging options ahead i absolutely think that there is massive massive value in liverpool at 92 especially when the only hedge of the season looks to be this manchester city game now i understand there are other games i understand this is the epl i understand there can be banana skins that can come from out of nowhere. Um, As I said, next game after this is Liverpool home to Villa. Then they travel to Brighton. Argument could be made that Brighton will be battling for relegation and Liverpool already had the league racked up by then. Liverpool then next go home to Burnley. They then travel to Arsenal. Argument could be made that Arsenal could be challenging for the top four. Same could be said for Chelsea, who then travel to Anfield. They uh, They could be coming for the top four. And then they finish on the final day of the season at Newcastle, who could be battling for survival. But are these teams going to be able to beat this Liverpool team if this Liverpool team are battling for something massively historic? Bearing in mind that Liverpool are probably going to get themselves deliberately eliminated from the FA Cup at some point, the only other thing that Liverpool will be competing for is a Champions League, and they'll have to prioritise whether finishing unbeaten in the league comes above or underneath... Retaining the Champions League as a priority, or will they simply manage to do both? And if they are slightly fatigued and they do have to play some of their squad players, are they necessarily going to lose games at Brighton, at Newcastle, or any of these home games? I don't think so. I know people will be earmarking Arsenal away as a danger, Everton away as a danger, and um, and even Chelsea at Anfield as a danger. But for me, the only significant hedge you need to put down here is the Manchester City game. Of course, by all means, it's your money. If you want to take half unit hedges in other games, that's totally up to you because some people may foresee four or five banana skins in this running. And even if you did Even if you did, you are still going to walk away with a profit. Perhaps the way is to just ride this out as a a one-unit play where you simply put down one unit, you're willing to lose it, and you just ride this out without a single hedge. Again, think that's a bad idea at all. Manchester City, for me, is the only danger to Liverpool not finishing this season unbeaten. They are absolutely cruising past everybody else. I've just watched them win at Upton, uh, sorry at um, at the London Stadium. It's easy as I've ever seen anybody win there before. And um, Manchester United, obviously, I watched play there this season, lost away to West Ham. Although I don't know how much of that is anything to go by. Looking next at the top 4 finish market there really isn't too much value on um, on taking Chelsea here who currently hold the spot Leicester are, are also in the market at 1 to 12. Chelsea are at 2 to 5 and they face competition from Man United and Tottenham if Man United and Tottenham can get their act together but that hasn't happened all season Tottenham are favorites to offer competition at 7 to 2 Manchester United despite being above Spurs are at 11 to 2 and then you have Wolves Who are a massive underdog in this market at 12 to one? With Wolves adding players over the January window, it shows that they are serious about making an attempt to get into this top four and they have a real shot at it with the form of Chelsea and the inconsistency of Chelsea moment. And of course of Manchester United, Manchester United themselves have signed Bruno Fernandes, which is a big signing for them. And it shows a sign of intent for them as well with Marcus Rashford also coming back sometime in the next six to eight weeks. He will be there for the end of the season, which will be a big boost for Man United who are hoping to go on some kind of road run or at least post a positive points tally here towards the end of the season to put some pressure on Chelsea but for me I believe that Wolves um, I don't it's 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 weird for me to say that Wolves are gonna do this because I can't say that a 12 to 1 team are by any means the favourites or the most likely but I just think there's real value there because I do think that the points total here will be low I think it could be as low as 65 points in order to secure fourth place. And I do think Wolves are capable of getting to that total. So whether it's enough remains to be seen, but I do have Wolves reaching that total. In fact, when I was working out their points total this season, um, I had them at 62. Um, 65 is the target mark, I believe. And um, Wolves, obviously won't get there with 62, but that's me being very, very conservative with what I predicted their results to be for the rest of the season. Now, if anybody has any major slip ups or if Wolves end up winning games that they're not supposed to, in my opinion, then all of a sudden that number of 62 all of a sudden changes. But for me, Seeing as I have the marker of fourth place at 65 and I have Wolves finishing at 62, 12 to 1 represents real value. Now, obviously, I could be completely wrong. This isn't a league where you can just predict whatever and and end up being right. In fact, I'll probably only end up being around about 60% right on the results that I picked. However, this is a league where things do tend to balance out. So even though Wolves could lose a home game or something where it's, it springs up a ridiculous result they could then go and win away to someone where they're not expected to do so and that really is the even keel of the Premier League up next we'll look at the uh, the top goal scorer market where Sergio Aguero narrowly leads the market here but he's only one goal behind Jamie Vardy he's got 16 and Vardy's got 17 and Vardy has really dropped off recently Other guys in the market see Danny Ings and Rashford at 14. Rashford is out injured at the moment. Uh, Bamiyang also on 14 and Tammy Abraham on 13. Mo Salah is all the way out uh, at 10 to 1 in this market because he's not in that list of players. So I'm going to rule out Mo Salah and I'm also going to rule out Jamie Vardy because Jamie Vardy's had an injury recently and he played in midweek and didn't look quite right. I think there's decent value on a Bamiyang because he just scores wherever he is. And the fact that he's only three goals behind Vardy is something I think that he can easily claw back. But the bet here has to go on the favourite Sergio Aguero. I think Sergio Aguero ends up getting this with with um, with braces and hat tricks I think um, even though he's rotated with Gabriel Jesus he is going to end up being the top scorer here I just don't think that the teams that the other players are in such as Danny Ings at Southampton or, um, or even Arsenal now under Mikel Arteta they don't seem to score enough goals, the goals are even shared out too much in those teams, um, same goes for Leicester as well, I think Jamie Vardy is the one goal threat that he was at the start of the season, I think an outsider in this market um, th- th- that's worth looking at is uh, a Bamiyang, if anybody. But for me, I'm going to go for Aguero. You can actually double up Aguero with them. Um, you can do a league winners top score or scores double. So obviously you take Liverpool that and it does bring it up just under two to one. You can get it up to 15 to eight. That's an absolute no-brainer to add uh, another two pounds to your um, to your winnings here. Per, per every eight so um, a, an 80 pound bet for example would turn to 150 returns instead of 130 it's much better because Liverpool have won the league Relegation odds are very interesting. wool uh, Norwich are basically already down here, as far as the bookies are concerned, at one to twelve. Bournemouth are at ten to eleven, and Villa are at eleven to ten. These are the three favourites to go down. After them, you see Aston Villa at eleven to ten, West Ham at six to four, and fifteen to eight Watford, seven to two Brighton, and after that, it gets. Bigger because Newcastle are seven to one and Burnley twelve to one, and really I don't see any of those going down, and neither do the bookies. But the first team that comes up before it does get silly is Brighton, who are available at seven to two, and I can make an argument for them. The argument for them is basically the case. That I that I'll make that West Ham and Watford are too good to go down. They've got too many decent players. They've got good managers who know what to do in this position. Pearson and Moyes, and I don't think that either of those teams can afford to go down or will go down. Which only leaves four teams in the conversation. I think Bournemouth are similar to the other to the others where they have better players and shouldn't really go down. But there is a real problem there at the moment, and the fact is is that they they did beat Brighton. And I think that says a lot more about Brighton as it does against Bournemouth because after that game, we saw Bournemouth go up against Arsenal and produce very, very little in the FA Cup fourth round. It's going to be a toss-up between those two who, um, who go down along with Villa. It's going to be three... It's going to be two of those three for me. Norwich are already down, and it's really, really tight. I think Aston Villa need to still do a little bit of business in the next two days, despite the fact they are in a back Cup final. They do need to sign some players, otherwise it will be them. But if they are able to spend some of the money that they have, then I think Bournemouth, especially the way they're playing, and especially Brighton, are in big trouble. You can actually get all three of those to go down at twelve to one collectively, but I like the price of Brighton individually at seven to two. Bournemouth there's not too much value in that I actually think they have a better chance of getting out of it than Brighton I think Brighton represents some incredible value here down the table at seven to two and you can just see the story already because they're a team that thought that they'd made a really good start to the season and gave a manager a five-year contract in the middle of the season well look where they are now they're a team that have managed to lose to Bournemouth in a six-point game and this weekend they go again they go up against West Ham and that really really is a six-pointer which can really change this market so If you do trust what I say here about Brighton being one of the weaker teams down here, then by all means, immediately get on this because you are going to lose the price if West Ham are able to pull off this result. Last thing I'm going to look at in the EPL here is the top three in any order. Um, They've got here Liverpool, Man City and Liverpool. Sorry, Leicester, Liverpool, Man City in any order, and that is available two to five. However, if you put it in order, which is a forecast, you then can change this to four to six. How on earth are you getting a straight forecast here? for these three teams at 4-6 to six, it makes absolutely no sense it's obviously Liverpool it's obviously Man City and it's obviously Leicester get on at that play it is available um, at Skybet at the moment because they will be the order I don't think that despite the fact that Leicester aren't as strong as they were um, and they do actually play Chelsea at home this, this weekend I don't think that they are going to lose third spot as I said 65 points will be enough to get you into fourth and um, third Obviously, that means you only need 66. That's if I'm right with my maths. Obviously, at any point, this is the EPL. Someone can go on some kind of incredible run. But I don't think that um, this season really necessitates it. What for the three points behind City at the moment are on 51. From this position, in order to get on to that 65 or 66 point mark, Leicester would only need to garner another 18 points in their last 14 games now that would only require them to win six and um actually lose eight that's how little i think that they need to do in order to achieve that league position this season obviously i don't think it will be done that way um they could do this by winning just four games and um and drawing four games, which would take them on to eighteen more points. Um, sorry, would take them on to nineteen more points, which would be more than enough, in my opinion, to go through because that would take them on to sixty. To- That will take him on to 67. It will secure third spot, in my opinion, despite the fact that that would be seen as a relatively poor finish to go 4-4-4. But as I said, it will be enough. There is no competition coming from any of the teams outside of the top four. And Chelsea are too inconsistent, I think, to get above Leicester this season. There are plenty of other markets there on the EPL. There is actually uh, markets for each team to finish higher than each team. For example, Man United's finished higher than Arsenal four to eleven, higher than Wolves eight to fifteen, higher than Tottenham eleven to ten. Um, there's a couple of that, that I like. So there's markets all over the place. I don't have the time here to go through every single one, so I do want to move on to other leagues. But make sure you check out my website, Lockbetting.com, because I will be making some additional futures plays. If you're looking for somewhere to bet these picks, the sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, mybookie.ag, will have most of these markets available for you. And of course, they'll also be taking bets on the Super Bowl this weekend. So whether you're looking to bet on the 49ers to cap off their incredible season, or for the Chiefs to have their first opportunity to bring a title home in 50 years, head over to mybookie.ag. Whatever your gut feeling is, time is running out to get in on the action. So head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality my bookie is one of the most trusted in the industry if you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for the bowl games my bookie is where you want to go and if football's not your thing don't worry my bookie's got it all from the nba to the epl or any of the other european leagues they've got the fastest payouts best promotions and helpful 24 7 customer service team that is desperately what you want you want 24 7 customer service trust me whether it be for questions or for payouts immediately um, just 24 7 customer service is the way to go of course you can pull your bets together to get an even bigger payout make a nice parlay there with a whole bunch of favorites or whatever you want to do all the options are available at mybookie.ag you already have better lines and better odds for the play than any other sports book around if you join now my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. Therefore, if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our primary code SGP to activate the offer. Once again, that's primary code SGP to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win and get paid. Another sponsor I'm quickly going to talk about here before we get back on with the show and the next league is DraftKings. It all comes down to this, Super Bowl 54. Who are you going to be betting on to hoist the trophy and spray champagne when it's all said and done? This season will end on a winning note and yours can too. This is your last chance of a fantasy football till next season with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Draft your single game showdown lineup and feel the sweat like never before. It's simple. Just draft six players from Super Bowl 54. Stay under the Sally crap and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Plus new users who sign up today on DraftKings use the code SGP will receive a free shot at a $1 million top prize. Nothing adds to the sweat of watching a game quite like having a free shot at a $1 million payout. Get in on Super Bowl 54 action. Download Load the DraftKings app now and edit their code SGP during sign up. For a limited time only, all new users will get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit. That's code SGP. And get a free shot of $1 million with your first deposit only at DraftKings. That code, once again, as always, is SGP. One play I already made was to Um, was two or three days ago and it was a significant play it was a pick switch now I never ever do that I try to basically see out the picks that we have unless I see something is going drastically wrong with Barcelona at the moment, things are going drastically wrong. I do not believe in this Barcelona team anymore. I don't believe that they're going to win the Champions League. I don't believe they're going to win La Liga. And I don't believe that this manager that they've hired is going to start the in, next season in charge. It's an appointment that was basically made by the players who are very, very happy about um, this this man coming in. They've obviously had background with him. And... Um, That in itself is the problem because Barcelona have allowed their players, and especially Lionel Messi, to dictate to them far too much over the years. And that brings up about the problem that they have there, which is why you ended up having a coach like Valverde managing Barcelona, who wasn't capable of managing the situation at the club, which is why for the last two years, you've seen a Barcelona team that should have been good enough to win the Champions League, who smashed Liverpool 3-0, lose... A 3-0 lead um, and suffer a 4-0 defeat away to Anfield. And then of course they had the 4-1 leads. or sorry, the uh, yeah, it was sorry, the 4-1 lead against Roma, and that turned into a 3-0 defeat, which saw them go away to away goals. And that's Roma and Liverpool. Roma, who are certainly not in Barcelona's league, and Liverpool who are not in Barcelona's league when they had as many players missing as they did that night on Anfield. It was embarrassing, it was humiliating, and Valverde should have gone then. Instead, they waited for a defeat. Weirdly, in a competition in Saudi Arabia, which didn't seem to mean too much, but they were two-one up against Atletico and ended up losing three-two at five minutes to go. So I guess it was the manner of the defeat more than anything that concerned him. And it's also something that concerns me as somebody that likes Barcelona Football Club and goes. In. It actually pains me here to switch the pick to a team that I really dislike, being Real Madrid. But as I said over the weekend, we did make that change prior to the game where Barcelona lost to Valencia. We also made money taking Valencia there on the double chance. It was a pick that was handed out on the European show. So decent analysis there at the weekend, switching our five unit pick on Barcelona to a seven unit pick on Real Madrid at five to four. Obviously, immediately results have gone for us at the weekend, because at the moment, um, both teams are currently available at 10 to 11 and 10 to 11. So, At the time, Barcelona were available at four to six going into these games and Real Madrid were available at five to four. We now have a 10 to 11, 10 to 11 split. And even if um, you are on Barcelona, I would encourage you to make a seven unit switch to Real Madrid. Now, if you've never bet Barcelona before and you weren't involved in that at the start of the season, then make a two unit play on Real Madrid now because I do think no matter what, they are going to win the league. I almost like the way that they're grinding out games 1-0 away from home as they did at the weekend it's very very zidane like this team look very very organized despite the fact they don't have the stars that they have in the past Eden Hazard has gone there and hasn't lit the world up at all and neither is anybody else I mean they have um, Luka Jovic who's not even playing for them and he signed for them last summer so it's not really down to the signings it's down to it's down to the Zidane getting a little bit more out of the players than the last manager because they had the hangover season last year about Cristiano Ronaldo. Zidane's gone over there and has revitalized his former players. Varane has lost that World Cup hangover. and looks like a top defender again. Ramos is Ramos. It's a solid and reliable back four um, with the exception of possibly Courtois. who could probably be a lot more consistent. But aside from that, decent midfield players. You've got Cruz. you've got Casemiro, um, you've got Luka Modric there you've got James Rodriguez who's probably in and out of the team you have decent attacking players still the form of Benzema has been a revelation it was last year as well but he's continued it and has looked even better with uh, without Cristiano Ronaldo being there because he's no longer the guy doing the donkey work for them I just think there's a good blend here and I think next summer if they sign the right players then Real Madrid are not only going to win this league this season they're going to win it for four or five years because Barcelona are going to have to do a big rebuild they're going to have to get over the retirement or the decline of Messi and uh, Atletico Madrid who had a real chance of winning this season are going to need to make stylistic changes if they are to win home games at- Against weaker teams, who they seem to be getting a lot of nil-nil results and results against and and winning the away games, which are actually losing this season, they've been very very poor away from this season. If they could turn those um, away losses into draws and uh, the nil-nil home games into wins, we could be looking at a very different league table. But that would just be for this season. That would only be satisfactory enough for this season. Real Madrid are going to improve, so they're going to need to not only turn do more than turn those home wins into wins and those home draws into losses. They're going to have to find another 15 points or 20 points on top of that to compete. This really was the season for Atletico to do something. They had uh, Joe Felix coming in, they had money to spend in other departments. Diogo Simeone, I think, despite the fact that he's very, very loved and very respected for what he's done, has really dropped the ball this season. And uh, Atletico, I feel, will be lucky if they even win the league without Barcelona or Real Madrid, which I'm talking to, which obviously isn't a thing, but it is in betting terms. It is a market which is fronted by Atletico Madrid at the moment at even money with severe at second uh, second favourite at six to four, Hetafe at twelve to one, Sociedad at twelve to one, and Valencia at twelve to one. For me, it is a market that they will win. I do feel they'll come good in the end. I don't think they're going to give up third place to this Sevilla team. In fact, um, you can put the La Liga teams in it the exact order, and you can take Real Madrid first, Barcelona second, and Atletico Madrid third, and that comes out at five to two odds but i think i saw it better earlier i believe you can get that just under three to one if you push maybe 29 to 10 um the other way barcelona first if you still fancy them real madrid second and atletico you can get as big as four to one so there has been a big shift in terms of um who the bookies feel can win the league um the particular place i'm looking at sees both of them at 10 to 11 and um I think there's just incredible value there, especially with Real Madrid starting three points ahead. If you do want to get better value than that, then um, potentially you could wait for this weekend where Barcelona are at home to Levante and Real Madrid face Atletico. But if Real Madrid beat Atletico, then the odds in Real Madrid are going to get even shorter. And um, you're just going to be hoping there, if you haven't got on this bet yet and you do want a better price, you're going to be hoping that Atletico can park the bus at Real Madrid in what, and and produce a a low scoring game a nil nil game or maybe even nick a result there I think in previous years possibly but I don't think this year's this Atletico Madrid team is good enough to do that I think Real Madrid will beat them this weekend although it probably will still be a low scoring game other bets I like here um, in the relegation market I actually like Espanyol to get out of this now If you look at the table, you'll see that Espanyol are absolutely 100% rock bottom, but you can get them at the moment to stay up in this league at two to one. Now there are other teams who have who have, um, who have more favourable odds, like Seto Viga Vigo one to two to get out of it. Real Mallorca are five to four to get out of it. Leganés a thirteen to eight, and Espanyol look like they're in the worst position. But we saw against Barcelona how they can play. Now I realise that was a derby game for them, but I, they won't want to lose this big derby game that they have every year. They're a very, very established um, La Liga team, and they will want to play up here in order to get themselves out of this situation and I do feel that they have better ability than the likes of Real Mallorca for example who are massively overperforming and are really relying on their home record whereas they remain an auto fade away from home so it'll be an interesting finish here to the the Spanish season but that is another bet here that I like in terms of Espanyol uh, managing to get out of this situation and uh and surviving here in La Liga the last market I'll look at actually in La Liga will be there actually two markets I'll look at I'll look at their top four market where Atletico Madrid are one to three to hold on Sevilla one to two Getafe nine to two Sosie they nine to two and Valencia at nine to two um Valencia look like they could be a good shout that represents some decent value here but it's difficult for me to look past a severe team who look much more consistent this season and especially in defense i do think that they'll hold on and get the pick but i don't think that they'll end up finishing third so in fact you could make a um an exact an exact um an exacter here for the top four as long as you're willing to take the risk to put them in order because uh, I'm not seeing a market here for the uh, for the top four overall but I am seeing an exact market with top four in any order perhaps it's just been removed temporarily for some repricing I'm not too sure Um, there was Spanish Cup action tonight but I'm not sure if that will reflect on the league market Uh, the top scorer this season uh, Lionel Messi despite missing the start of the season is still a favorite at 14 to 1 um, Anton Griezmann is the third favourite of 50 to 1, despite the fact that he hasn't even scored enough goals here so far to be on the list. But the um, the guy in third place, Luis Suarez, who's on, on 11 goals, is out injured. And uh, the other players come from smaller teams. So I guess Atletico's... Um, sorry, in, uh, Barcelona's Anton Griezmann, who used to play him for Atletico, um, is the... Best third place option. Obviously, second in the market is where I'm going to go because I've not mentioned it so far. Karim Benzema at a 3-1 to one is the nearest contender to Messi he's two goals behind at the moment but seeing as we are people that are going to be back in Real Madrid to win the league from this point Karen Benzema at 3-1 to one to be top goal scorer does represent some decent value and he is a key man and a key goal scorer for this uh, Real Madrid team who seem to score not as many goals away from home they look to be a more defensively astute unit that hit you on the break but I think there will be some home gamers where they do win by 4-5 or five still because that is the Madrid way and I think Karen Brenzema could be a big part of that. Moving on to what has probably developed as the most interesting league this season in Europe and that is the German league. Now for a while this German league could Barely be separated by by a, by a string, they were all really really tight together, and um, you couldn't really see who was gonna who was gonna break out, other than the fact that Dortmund are Dortmund and Bayern are Bayern, and you could probably see them, them breaking out when everybody was only stuck together by four points at one point between top and ninth place. Then all of a sudden, this Leipzig team have sprung out and gone on an incredible run, and they're the team that currently sit top of the table. The problem. Is, is, that in our pre-season bets, we had absolutely no action on Leisping. One of the big bets that we actually had was for Borussia Dortmund to win the league without Bayern Munich and we're still desperately hoping that that one can cash for us. At the moment, Bayern Munich are the 1-2 favourites to win the league with Leisping the second favourites of 7-2 to two, and Dortmund at 5-1. to one. Leisping are just coming off a defeat at the weekend at Eitrich Frankfurt by two goals. a another defeat that we really desperately needed because it has given us a real shot now for Dortmund to capture second place in this league especially with Haaland added to the team and he's landed on his feet scoring five and two that could be a key move and Leipzig could also drop down this table bearing that they bearing in mind that they've not really been in this position before and I don't think that they'll see it through so for us the main thing that we're concentrating on is where Dortmund finish and we want them to finish just behind Bayern Munich in this league but we don't care if they win it. We'll be happy for Dortmund to win it and we think they represent good value at 5-1. to one. But do I think they'll win it? No, I don't. I think ultimately Bayern Munich here are the right favourites and there's actually value on them at 1-2. Bearing in mind that they have gone and done this... More over and over again in previous season. And they actually have a better team now. Um, they've bought in younger players. They had their rebuild last season. They've got and and Pavard, Coutinho's there as well. So I really like this buying team, and uh, I still think that they're going to be. <sighs> a contender in the Champions League, even though nobody is talking about Bayern Munich at all. I will, and you'll hear why when I do my Champions League preview next week because this is not a Champions League show. This is a domestic football futures podcast and I'm going to keep it on track and I'm going to take Bayern Munich here to win the Bundesliga at one to two. As for the top four finish, obviously in this situation, uh, Leisping and Borussia Dortmund you'd think are already there. So you're really only looking for teams here for one spot interestingly brunswick musht and gladback hold pole position according to the bookies here at two to five with uh, Bayern leverkusen at two to one and schalke at nine to four so they think it's between those three schalke had a bad couple of seasons and have only recently come back but i don't think they've come back enough to regain a champions league spot but um i do think Bayern leverkusen will remain in the champions league this season i do think that They'll end up getting, getting it ahead of Borussia Mönchengladbach. If you look at the league table at the moment, you will see that Borussia Mönchengladbach hold the position because they are in third spot, two points ahead of Dortmund and Leverkusen and four points behind them. But if you look at the players that Leverkusen have, they are far superior, including Kay Havertz, who's a youngster who plays for the German national team, who was probably worth, if Bruno Fernandes has just gone to Manchester United for... Uh, between 40 and 50 million with add-ons. I think that's going to rise to 61. Uh, Hey, K. at his age has to be worth around about 80, maybe 90 million. So that's a top, top player, a top, top player that Borussia Mönchengladbach don't have. So that's a big asset for this Leverkusen team. And uh, I think he'll be key to taking Leverkusen into the top four. Therefore Leverkusen at two to one represents some real solid value there in the Bundesliga. Before we move on to the next league, let me take a second here to talk about another one of the sponsors here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and that's ace per head. If you've ever thought about starting your own sportsbook but don't know how Ace per Head is here to help you start your own sportsbook, they will provide you with all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated up to the second and wages graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7, and they offer the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. So get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks for free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. want to take one more second out of your time here just to talk about one more sponsor, and that is Prop swap, and this is a good one. So listen, PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets, and that's what you might want to do here. Of some of the picks that we're giving out on the show, some of the ones that you already took earlier on in the season. All season long, prop swap customers have been finding some of the best odds in the world because you're buying the bet from another person and not betting against the house. So you can always find the best deals. This week, a Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl ticket with a collect amount of $2,800 sold on PropSwap for $1,500. Those are odds of minus 1 to 15, which is actually the best that's out there, better than any sports book in the country. You're not going to get anywhere close to that. You'll be lucky to get minus 125. Sign up for PropSwap.com today and they will give you a 100% match on your first deposit. Just enter that promo code, as always, SGP. That's SGP at the time of deposit and PropSwap will match it up to $100. Go to PropSwap today and don't forget that promo code SGP. Moving on to Italy next and... um, at the moment, you have Inter Milan as the main contenders to Juventus, but we've seen Lazio recently go on a very good run, which has brought them up as short as 5-1 to one to win the league. Inter attends 3, and Juve are still available at 1-2, to two, so we're getting very similar odds to what we saw at the start of the season on the top two. What we're not seeing is Napoli there anymore, wow. who have absolutely no chance of winning a league and had a horrific season. I do think Lazio will fade out, and I think that will be my main pick here on the Italian league. Um, you can bet on the league winner without Juventus, and you get Inter at 4-6 and Lazio 11-8. to eight. For me, that is an absolute must-play on Inter Milan. I do think that they are going to emerge as the main contenders to Juve and may be able to even push them all the way to the end. We already have action on the futures market on Juve at one to two, so we don't need to take any more on that. We'll just be happy to ride this out and hopefully get ourselves the right result at the end of the season. As for the top scorer at the moment, Immobile from Lazio leads Cristiano Ronaldo by seven, but this is Cristiano Ronaldo. He's a man that can score hat-tricks for fun and he does represent good value at nine to two with Lukaku two goals behind ronaldo is 16 to 1 i don't think that he's going to uh, change a nine goal deficit here so the only value pick there is on cristiano ronaldo as for the top four finish it looks like lazio are in but after that it's anyone's guess um, atalanta hold the position at, at four to six at the moment with roma at 11 to 10 the value pick here though has to be napoli at 25 to 1 they did beat Juve at the weekend in an upset by two goals to one and if they can go on some kind of run here they could be the team that that could get into fourth spot for me I personally think it'll be Roma but I don't think there's enough value on Roma at 11 to 10 and it certainly isn't on Atlanta at four to six bearing in mind how inconsistent that they can be Closing out here with the French League and obviously there's no value on who wins it. But the winner without PSG at the moment is between Marseille and Lyon as we expected it to be. Marseille are the favourites here at 4-6 to six, with Lyon out as big as 7-1. to one. Now, you'd think with the second favourites of 7-1 to one, that the team that are the favourites would be a lot shorter but that isn't the case looking at the differential between these two teams at the moment it is a massive 10 points with Rennes just 5 points behind Marseille but Rennes in the market at the moment are 8-1 to one, um, way behind Lyon Lyon are not going to make up 10 points on Marseille Rennes could make up 5 points on, on Marseille but they are less likely to do so according to the bookies for me this is very very weird pricing it doesn't make any any sense um, if Rennes are five points behind or Leon are ten points behind Rennes are obviously going to be more likely to do so um, for Leon to do so it'd require a massive collapse from Marseille and a great run by Leon combined for Rennes to do so it will just require a couple of bad results and a decent run from Ren but I guess this all comes down to the ability of the two teams and maybe people still don't believe in Ren despite the fact that they're a team that have fought and played well against Paris Saint-Germain numerous times in history, including winning the cup this season. And it wouldn't be beyond the realms of expectation that they end up in the Champions League position this year, but they're not getting respect from the bookies. And um, I can understand that. But as I said, if the second favorites in his market are 10 points behind and available at seven to one, then Marseille should be way, way shorter around about one to three, one to four. So therefore, Marseille finishing second is an incredible value bet on this show. In fact, so much value that um, on Marseille and Inter that I'm going to go for both here. So your two locks on this show, official picks will be Marseille to win the league without Paris Saint-Germain and Inter Milan to win the league without to Juve, I think both those teams secure second place in their leagues and uh, that's what we're going to go with. also along with um, if you haven't played it yet, my members have already have got this at the better price therefore I don't feel bad giving you Real Madrid at the moment at 10-11 to 11. my members have already secured the pick at 5-4 I would be going on them to win the league at the moment for anything official on the EPL, make sure you sign up to our website, lockbetting.com closing out with um, my Super Bowl pick here and um I saw something from Stephen A. Smith where he's basically saying that you have to take the better quarterback in this game in terms of you have to take Patrick Mahomes because he can't outplay Jimmy G, who's only averaged 108 yards per game here in the playoffs. I don't agree with that take because so far, everybody's outplayed Jimmy G and the San Francisco 49ers are the team here that are in the Super Bowl. So... It's just another bad take from these guys uh like Jimmy like um like Stephen A Smith like uh Colin Cowherd it's almost like their job is to create Uh, social media controversy and generate a load of comments calling them dickheads at the bottom of their posts it seems like that seems to be their job Um, I've never really agreed with much of what any of them have to say especially the take where this game's going to be won by the better quarterback it's not it could be won by a quarterback and that could be Patrick Mahomes and he could win this game by himself as he has done in the past but this is going to be a difficult ask with the way that San Francisco rushed the ball and uh, the way San Francisco uh, the way the Kansas City Chiefs defend the run now obviously last time you look at the way that they handled Henry and it does give you cause for optimism here for the Chiefs but you also have to look at the way the Chiefs started both those last two games and you wonder if they can make some kind of crazy comeback here against this 49ers team I'm not saying they can't but what I'm saying is is that looking at the way that they do start and seeing the way that the 49ers start my bet would be to take the 49ers here to win the first half at minus one uh, sorry at plus one so you're getting a point as well so if somehow these two teams go in tied here at the first half uh, like 14-14 or something then you win the bet anyway so it's a vital one point here for a change and I feel that that is the way to go because you've seen San Francisco 49ers start out fast I mean they won the game in, in a quarter and a half against Green Bay whereas you've seen the Kansas City Chiefs start out slow and they've started out slow twice so if the two teams do the same thing again then you have to go with the 49 but you've also seen the Chiefs figure things out and go back and come back and win games against uh, the Texans. They ended up winning that um, in the set. They ended up doing that in second quarter. They didn't wait for the second half to make a comeback. They made it in the second quarter. They also made the second quarter a comeback against the Titans and then finished them in the um, in in the latter parts of the game. But for me here, um, that's the way you play this. I think you take the the same things to happen again and i'm not normally somebody to jump on trends and say this happened again once so bet it again because every game is different these two teams will have different strategies against each other um the the wiser bets probably lie within the props once they become available and i'm not talking necessarily about um the national anthem and and how many times trump's tweets and and all the silliness like that i'm talking about the real props where people do always make decent money on a Super Bowl. I believe that Sean and Ryan from our own podcast are very good at that so I encourage you to check out their NFL pick show for me the only thing that I'll personally commit to is taking the first half line here for the San Francisco 49ers after that hopefully the lead is substantial enough for to tempt you into a nice in play on the Chiefs something around about three after winning the first half line it will be so nice to win San Francisco on the first half and then get involved uh, all of a sudden change allegiances and get the chiefs at around about um, plus 200 plus 300 and, and cash that as well i think that would be the perfect super bowl and uh, looking how the teams are two played it's a real possibility that um that the chiefs work something out late in the game and, and make a comeback here and uh for me that's all i'm going to play i'm not, not going to take any kind of winner here on this game outright um but if you pushed me to, if you push me to, I would lean towards the um, the San Francisco 49ers. I just don't like some of the comments coming out of the Chiefs. I mean, there was one in particular about um, every play that we have is designed to score a touchdown. Um, and obviously... that is a a given like every time that you have the ball possession you should be trying to score seven but there was an era of cockiness to it Um, you know there's there's other things like Patrick Mahomes girlfriend and her crew and just this whole kind of aura about the Chiefs now I don't like the 49ers I don't think the 49ers should be here I think if they hadn't got the bye um, from the number one seeding and, and playing every game at home then we'd have a different team here and obviously that all hinged on the call where the pass interference wasn't called uh, against Seattle but obviously that's all in the past we, we've got the Super Bowl that we've got and so far they've managed to just dismantle teams at home and have got here relatively comfortably and on paper it looks like the Chiefs have got here relatively comfortably as well but of course you have to take into consideration the fact that they had to make major comebacks to get here so I'm just going to resort to and play you can't do much worse than play what you've seen with your eyes already and what I've seen is a team that need to make adjustments and start the game slow against the team that start the game fast and also let up a whole bunch of points. If you look at the other the last game they played um, and look at them at other points in the season, that they, they they do give up points. Like this 49ers team are credited with having a great defense. Well, actually, in the last four or five games of the regular season, they did let up a lot of points and, and last time out, they did let up a lot of points to the Packers at the end as well when they when they should have been more comfortable. So they're not not guilty of letting up points they're not perfect defense whereas like the the chiefs are not a perfect offense this is a very very 50 50 game and it's pretty much exactly what you want from a super bowl i'm looking forward to it despite the fact my team isn't there despite the fact that you know the teams like new england aren't there and a lot of talk this season that appears to be about what teams what other teams are doing that are not there like in terms of who's hiring this coach and that coach and there isn't really enough focus here on the teams. And this kind of started when we were, even when we were whittled down to to eight teams. And uh, we, we saw more talk about the Dallas Cowboys than we saw about the eight teams that were remaining in the Super Bowl and obviously the crazy um, coaching appointments that were being made by the New York Giants, etc. But now let's focus solely on this game. These two teams are going to deliver a very good Super Bowl. As I said, it's a toss-up. I give the edge to the 49ers. I would take the 49ers. I think the sharp money is going on them as well, so that's what I'll be playing. But for me, my play, just to reiterate, will be the first half line, San Francisco 49ers plus one. That's it for me in this edition of your European mid-season, mid-card report, looking at all of the futures markets. I will be back tomorrow with this weekend's epl show as per usual and of course if you check out my website luckbetting.com you will have the last few remaining days of the tennis australian open and of course every week you do get yourself the european show which is the crown jewel of my luck betting my lock betting page. Um, the lock record moved up last week to 21 and 5, and we're looking to go 22 and 5 this week with another lock. But of course, as I say, all of the plays in there are good. I look at all the leagues in Europe and just narrow it down to six or seven games. So I always recommend playing everything on that and definitely taking that one seriously. And of course, um, if you want my NFL uh, Super Bowl prop picks and everything else that I'll be doing for the Super Bowl this weekend, then also head over to lockbetting.com. And one thing that people don't like me really talking about the WWE last week, I did have the two Royal Rumble winners and uh, I did land a whole bunch of other props there. We're in WrestleMania season. There's so much to bet on um, this WrestleMania 36 futures bets that have just gone out. There's two pay-per-views for WrestleMania. And of course, In April, there will be WrestleMania itself. This is a really, really good season to get involved with wrestling. There's tons and tons to bet on. And of course, there's other combat combat sports as well. There's some UFC cards and the massive fight between Dante Wilder and Tyson Fury. We will be doing an edition of the fight show here. In fact, I've already made my pick. My clients at Lockbetting.com already have a pick. And it really is as big as I really go. It's a four-unit pick on that fight so don't wait until the last week and possibly lose the line get involved now lockbetting.com four unit pick on wilder versus fury that really is it from me for now good luck for all of all with all of your bets as always and thanks for listening guys